It's the 10 to 1 Podcast with your host, Brad Oldman, featuring Ben Conowitz and Nate Lauks. And here's the podcast. Last but not least, yeah. that's me. Least and sweetest. In the middle <laughs> is Benny Boy. Like a little tiny Jan Brady. Will I make the next season? Who knows? I'm um, going to quit Weekend Update. <laughs> I'm uh, pulling a Pete Davidson. I'll be gone for seven episodes. Yeah. And we are mad. We are all upset. Oh, boy. All right. Hey lots guys. of lots of SNL chatter yeah. this week, huh? Chitter, chatter. Yeah, uh, Let's I don't better. know what to do with all this. By the way, I don't know if it's just because the world we live in with our SNL podcast that we see more SNL gossip. But do you think there's just more SNL gossip out right now? I just feel like it's everywhere. This season, probably more than yeah. anything, because of Pete Davidson, yeah, and because and Kim of Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Uh, well, yeah, and because of uh, Melissa Villasenor. Michael J's <laughs> Michael J gets his fair share of gossip, too. Yeah, Michael know? J. Fox did get his fair share oh of gossip in, back in the day. Stop it. <laughs> think about this, though. Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson one of the, the biggest A-list stars on the entire planet. And when it was just that, it wasn't a big deal. Like she's, You didn't talk about it. Well, she's a much more private That's person. That's also very you know? true. Like, That's true. Like, like Kim K's out there like fucking sporting Spanx and talking about Kanye's cuckoo and, you know. I don't know because I don't follow that, I don't that, follow that at so. all. I don't need to follow it. It just pops up everywhere because the, well, the world's obsessed with trash. Well, uh, Selena Gomez was obsessed in her monologue with it then. What do you mean? <laughs> Easy, Miley Cyrus. Uh, this is my Selena Gomez impression. Uh, am I am I an exciting host yet? But doesn't, uh, but doesn't she have like a speech impediment or something? I don't think she's a speech, but I think oh, she just has a nasal voice. Are you gonna make fun of Joe Biden too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just want to make sure, like before, like with the Elon Musk thing, I w- I didn't like him, and I I still don't. But I was kind of think I was like making fun of him a little bit, and then oh, I- you mean Rich Borat? Yeah, uh, but I but I was like, oh wait, is he autistic? Am I getting in trouble? Is that bad? It's, I don't want to. I don't want to be punching down here. Here's the thing: I don't think you're punching down, and I think that you lose your like shield that you have if you're a complete fucking idiot and you talk the way Elon Musk you, does. You are coming out firing with the yeah. words hey, tonight. All right. F- oh, seriously, Elon Musk can suck Boo! a fat. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Ding dong. Okay. Anyway, I, so I, I, just, I never want to punch Ben's mom is still listening to the podcast yes. at this point. I bet okay. you she's nodding her head and saying, go off, Brad. I just don't want to ever punch down. And so does Selena Gomez truly have like a speech impediment or something like no, that? No, I really don't think so. I, because if not, like, whoa. No, okay. so a I very think, hard I, voice to I, listen I, to. I, I, okay, so here, here's where we're going to say this is where you can't make fun of Selena Gomez. She has talked about, I think, an eating disorder before. She's yeah, that's true. She's talked about um, some mental health issues. Does she have lupus as well? I think. Yes, I think so. I think no, Professor Lupin is her favorite <laughs> Harry Potter character. No, I, I think you're right. I think she does. I think she's been, she's she? had some yep. health yep. issues. Some health issues. Um, I don't want to make fun of her. So for we any will of her, take stuff like we that. will take of lupus off the table. Of yes, things you I will make not fun make. Of. Fun Hold of on, lupus. I gotta take that off my joke list. Um, you know, so she's got she does she has, she has bipolar disorder. She does. Yeah, th- nothing to really joke about. Right. She was she was diagnosed with lupus. By the way, kudos to you for knowing that. Thank she's you. she's in remission. 
Good. Yeah, but still, we don't make fun of it. No, no. I'm not, no one said I was going to make but fun of it. Do you, any you, of these things cause her to talk the way she does? Because no. if they do, I don't want to say anything about it. No, I, I honestly, because I've noticed it for years, she does have that just weird It's a very of, nasally, mumbly, yeah, you know. I think it's thing. just her. I think yeah. it's just her. Okay. I, I honestly don't know why Selena Gomez is, is like, famous. What has she done? Well, she, like, she used to be on, I mean, she was, she, Barney. When she was very young, she was on Barney. I think she did some Disney Channel stuff, and she's she's a singer. Okay. She's, yeah. So. She became more famous for singing than does for she, acting, but she now she's acting. No, I think Disney no, she was she's on like SNL when Ronda Rousey hosted. Yeah, as a as the musical guest. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So don't tell me. Yeah, but before she that, wasn't a singer. But I will tell you. Don't I you tell, tell me about Selena Gomez? She was a singer. <laughs> not saying that she's not a singer, like, but I think like I think Z. she was a, like a famous Disney star. Yeah. So she. Yeah. Then. She. So she like she first started by appearing on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody and in some episodes of Hannah Montana and Which, then again one of Brad's favorites and then she started in the Wizards of Waverly Place, another Disney Channel series. So she was a Disney Channel kid and then she drove that into a singing career and as then they now, often do. Pop yeah. Stars and then here. now she's also a singer and an actor and she's got nasalitis nasalitis is you know i just i'm I'm gonna say this i think we've been in a good run of episodes we've talked about benedict cumberbatch yeah so why not just drop a bomb into one just to shake yeah. things off I it was a weak one i think it was that bad it's a very uh, bad episode it was not, not bad. that bad. Uh, i will say this there's a lot of people online that agree with ben and i think they're all wrong i it think they're all blinded good. by selena gomez's beauty see that's she's a very attractive uh person and and she's you know whatever she's talented uh in a lot of ways that wasn't why I'm defending this show at all. I laughed quite often at at, uh, at like at least three or four sketches. They're not all bombs. You could laugh at someone. I agree. Fart. They're not all bombs. Yeah, the, there's a couple but, good jokes. Well, let's get into it then, guys. You, right. You'd laugh at a dog farting we bubbles. Should, we, that's true though, and so would you. Let's. Depends on we Gumbel should down. start a podcast and talk about. All the right, episode. let's get into it. Um, Selena Gomez, as uh, Ben talked about. Was a was on the show six years ago as a musical guest on January twenty third, two thousand sixteen. This is her first time hosting, though. Um, you know, kind of showing her acting chops a little bit. So the cold open was Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, written by Michael Che and Brian Tucker. Johnny Depp played by Kyle Mooney and his lawyer, Aidy Bryant, show evidence in the courtroom. What did you guys think of Kyle Mooney's Johnny Depp? Uh, it wasn't good. Oh boy, <laughs> his goatee was doing a lot of the work. <laughs> <laughs> I I, so I love weird. Kyle Mooney so much. I've said this multiple times. I don't know what that Nate, was. Nate, I'll bet you could do a better Johnny Depp impression right now on the spot. And I don't even know what Johnny Depp sounds Give like. Give it a shot. Hi, 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 guys. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a pirate. But where was all the rum gone? That's, I mean, that's that's that like was, halfway that, between yeah. real Johnny Depp and and Jack Sparrow. But that's that's who okay. Jack, though. We'll, that's take who that. we'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. Yeah. No. It's no okay. uh, so my favorite part about the cold open. I mean, I knew they were going to do this trial at a certain point. We all knew it was coming. I'm glad it was in a cold open. I'm glad that it was. Uh, it's done and over with now. But one of the most fun parts about it that I did laugh at was Cecily Strong as the judge, where she was like. Uh, no, I'm not allowed because this 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 trial's for fun. This is only for fun. Yep. And it really it's like it's pretty fucking spot on because that's how everybody in the world's treating this is like mm, it's just for fun. I've, I I hate it so much. The I'm, trial, the trial, everything it's about crazy. it. I I hate this. I hate this. This is the thing that I hate most about celebrity culture and like and pop culture. All this nonsense. Like I like I understand like the draw of like 
being obsessed with this and making it you feel better because like your life isn't this this crazy it's like but like that's somebody's real life and sure yeah. there are celebrities and they don't seem like real people and like they but they like they are and like it's weird for this yeah. to be covered like this and for it to I be entertainment for people believe that this is in, this is the entertainment that, yeah that is so weird and i also and i honestly hate that it's a sketch on snl like i wish they would have just ignored we it. knew it was gonna happen i just it's just i ugh. agree and and it's it's just a it's a it's a mess of a a, a courtroom as well i mean right Somebody asked me, so who do you think is obviously the, and, you know, and, and and again, we can't believe women only part of the time, these kind of things. And I understand how complicated all of this is. Um, but I told him, I said, I'm not sure there's a hero in this story. There's not. There's right? not. There's not. <laughs> Seriously, say they're both guilty. Get them both out of Hollywood. And I don't care if I ever hear from any of them again. Like, I'm done. I'm so done. I don't care. They're messed up. They're clearly broken type of people. They've got so many issues. Uh, that said, that said. There was some good comedic work by Keenan, right? I mean, there there were some funny things he did. But here's the thing is, he didn't do anything that you had to do in this sketch. He was just being Keenan, right? Right, And so, yeah, and, and, Ego and, was being Ego. And so, like, they, they were just being themselves, and it was funny enough, right? I mean, sure. Like, any, anything that was funny in this sketch at all was, like, tainted for me because of what it was, you know? Like... First of all, it's a simple poop joke, and like, <laughs> and that I, just I will. I'm so 40 years old, and still find poop jokes funny. Yeah, sometimes. This time, didn't didn't need it. No, most didn't times, care. most times I do. Still, didn't care. Fart for jokes this. and poop jokes. Didn't care for this one. Didn't like this cold open. Do you do you didn't laugh at all when 80 said they found the dookie. No, I I I was waiting for somebody to say dookie because it's the funniest way to describe poop, and I knew that it was gonna happen. Uh, the only part I did like, as Ben said, was Cecily saying no because it's for fun. It's for fun, yeah. It's like that was fun. that was like a, a little you know funny thing, and that was I hated everything else about it. What about I sent you guys this this article um, about Aristotle maybe supposed to be in this the the uh, or I think it was a tweet or something from one of the SNL um, uh, background uh, Twitter accounts. But essentially, Aristotle maybe supposed to be in this you know uh, well, maybe he was supposed to be Johnny Depp. He's the new Melissa Villasenor, like it is. Where's Waldo. Aristotle now? Yeah, you know? I, and you just wonder if it's there's so something strange. going on there. We said the same thing about Melissa though, but and she's been well, red hot as far as like the last like, three time. episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what, Aristotle, sorry if you're listening. Here, here's what you should pitch at the next meeting: is uh, do a game show, uh, Carmen San Diego style, of where in the world is Aristotle Atari, and make it a whole thing where you're complaining about like why you're not in sketches and like no, I was supposed to be in this sketch and <laughs> just do a super cut of all your cut, all your cut for time stuff. Uh, he was. Obviously, he's been a, a couple small things. Last week, he was in the Chuck E. Cheese one. Yeah, it's just hanging like dong. No lines. Yep. Hanging dong. Yep. Um, that thing was thigh high. So and, Aristotle, and, good for you, buddy. And I will say this. I've listened to enough of uh, former cast members' podcasts, read their books. They do get mad when they're not on the show. Oh, of right? course. Why, I, mean, I, so. I, I get mad that I'm not on the show now, and there's no chance that I'll ever be on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did so, my life wrong, and I'm mad that I'm not on the yeah, show. And so th they write sketches, right? Aristotle probably wrote a sketch, right? Oh, sure. Um, he tried to write a sketch to get on there, and it wasn't on there, and he probably finds his sketch funnier than somebody else that got on I'm there. I'm sure. It's oh, you so know, I, I'm, a, I'm willing to bet that one of Aristotle's sketches was funnier than almost all of the sketches from this episode. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, right. I would have rather watched one of Aristotle Atari sketches than most of the sketches in this episode. That's fine. There's a couple really good sketches. 
All right, moving on. Monologue written by Mike Desenzo, Vanessa Jackson, Jake Norwin. First time host uh, Selena Gomez talks about working with Steve Martin and Martin Short on Only Murders in the Building and then also being single. Um, you know, so they played that a little bit. There, there was a couple of laughs. I thought, you know, again, Kyle Mooney comes in there and he's like, I'll, I'll be your boyfriend. He's like, oh. And then no, Jeff no, no, Austin no. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was, I mean, th- those aren't hard jokes, right? No, those, those are, are easy those jokes. are easy jokes. Uh, we do know that, uh, you know, from, again, background stuff that a lot of times the monologue is written the day of, mm-hmm. right? Saturday morning. So it, it, it is one of those things where they do recycle a lot of jokes, right? Sure. I mean, they'll go with easy jokes. These are easy laughs. Kyle Mooney doing Kyle Mooney things makes me laugh. Um, uh, Punky Johnson got to come in. You know, she's becoming a little bit more of the Tracy Morgan, right? I mean, yeah. the she she's doing that like attitude kind of like Tracy had a little bit um, of like the the weirdness to it. Yeah, and so and that's fine because that honestly that's a lane for her. I really sure. think. Um, I, I think the show misses honestly, and so and her pop up was funny at the end yep, as well. Yep. And I do think that uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short probably contributed a little bit to that act, that back and forth when she was saying that she asked you know them for advice, and like this is what they said. And I, I yep. those felt like their jokes. Absolutely, and like you know the whole thing is your uh, any of your coworkers hot. It's like I, I don't know. It depends if you do you like the banjo. Like that that's a good yep. joke. It, yep. it, that's a good joke. Um, I, I thought it, she was, I thought in the model she did great. Like honestly, she was fine. She she was yep. uh, she was she, confident she enough. She didn't yep. flub her lines. She was confident enough. She was uh, uh, adorable. Uh, it came off like she, talking to her mom. Hi mom. Like sounds like Ben's oh, got oh, a crush. No no Ben. I, oh Ben <laughs> likes Selena Gomez. <laughs> she was adorable. She ben was adorable. and Selena oh sitting in a tree. What's wrong with you? K I S S L N C. What? That's what? how you spell kissing. Kiss link. Okay. Uh, no, I, I thought she was adorable. She did a good job. It was serviceable. It was fine. It was what you needed out of a monologue. It was fine. All right, moving on. Bratz Dows, written by A.D. Bryant, Bowen Yang, Celestine, with an assist from Claro Kane. A girl played by Sarah Sherman copes with her parents' divorce with the help of her Bratz Dows, Selena Gomez, A.D. Bryant, and Bowen Yang. My kids never got into Bratz Dows. I've always thought them, like, just the weirdest thing. I, I, I don't understand Bratz. Yeah. Uh, kudos to you if you've ever been into Bratz or whatever. Now, I just don't this get it. Sketch is terrible. <laughs> this was the this was dumb. I was shit. just gonna this say was so this bad. was a bad sketch. I didn't get it. I mean, I, I honestly I, I, I thought there was potential in the sketch um, because it was like Bratz being thirsty over the dad. There there was maybe something they, they played Bratz exactly the way they should be played because Bratz are made to look like horny, sparkly yep. teenage club, club rats. It's, it's odd. It's sort of yeah. like club rats. Yeah, I like that. Bo and Yang was great. I thought in this sketch, it wasn't enough to save the sketch. Uh, here is the first of many instances where Selena Gomez isn't doing a damn thing to act whatsoever. Yeah, she didn't really add anything to this. Seriously. And that's what I'm saying. There, there was a premise there that they could have found and maybe gotten a little bit of comedy around. They did not find it, though. It yeah. was just not good. Um, Are you trying to tell me that in Only Murders in the Building, where Selena Gomez p- plays a very pedantic, boring person, are you trying to tell me that's not acting? That's just who she is, Brad. Uh, by the way, love that show. Um, and do she too. does great in that. I, I really do think. But yeah. is it just because she's playing that one role that she can play? Yeah, like they found the character that, like, oh, Honestly, this is Selena Gomez. You wonder. You wonder. Honestly, now, after watching her on SNL, sure. Because, yeah, you're right. In this episode, the monologue's adorable, whatever. But moving forward, she just is this placeholder Kim Kardashian esque thing. Yeah. Uh, except she wasn't as car- more, more, not, yeah, more not talented. As, not as cardboardy, of course, and not as reading the cue cards. But. 
but 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 it was kind of tough. It, it, and and to be fair, right? Oscar Isaac, Benedict Cumberbatch. We had just gone through a a a, a run of some really talented SNL, yep. and and it's painfully obvious she was not good, right? Because yeah. you just saw what good is, you know. So it was it was tough. Moving on, uh, it was a pre-tape. Old enough, long-term boyfriends, written by Mikey Sid, uh, Mikey Day, Shooter Sedell. A TV show follows long-term boyfriends as they run errands by themselves. Um, so Old Enough is a Netflix show about kids running errands on their own. Did you guys even know that? I, I did. did not. I, I did. Yeah, I, I actually saw it, and like, I, I, I'm curious about it. I want to watch it because I was interested to see just how it works, you know, because it's it's a real Japanese show, and they send these kids on errands out into the world. Didn't they redo it in America maybe or, as well? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so because okay. the, the one I saw on Netflix is like with, with Japanese kids Japanese and stuff. So. Okay. This was awesome. I loved it. Did you this. like it? I, I loved it. I did really like the I sketch. This is it. the one sketch that I thought was actually really good. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was okay. I, I just the, the premise of like uh the guy that doesn't know what they're doing because their wife or girlfriend Should take offense to it, Nate. No, it's just like that it's an easy premise to me, right? It's 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 like Tim the Toolman Taylor, like, oh what? Oh, you don't know your wife actually get <gasps> kale. Your wife actually get kale and you don't know what kale See, is. I like, think I think uh that watching this, it was a it's so specifically those types of guys. Like there are absolutely those guys that sure. are worthless when it comes to running errands and doing anything on their own and I have friends that are like that and it's so funny to see at 33 34 38 for Kenan Thompson's character in this one that like they really are that clueless when it comes to and I think that one of the funniest things was I just feel bad for women if you're really with yes. somebody that clueless. when Selena Gomez's character says uh what does she say she says He's really good at doing things that he likes. And it's like, oh, that's so hurtful. It's such a hurtful statement because I know a lot of my friends uh, or acquaintances that are like that. And it's Name hard. Hey, uh, Brad, it, Brad Oman, Nate Laux. When it comes to the makeup stuff, this is absolutely me. I will not even pretend. Like if, but you, whose girlfriend or wife tells them to go get makeup? Nobody. Sometimes if I'm out and my girlfriend needs something, she's like, "Hey, can you stop at well, Ulta yeah. or something for me?" And I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing." Oh, really? Yeah. She tells you to go. Oh, my wife would just be. Like, oh, but if she, if she, I know, um, like if she's out of something you or up for failure, Brad, what, what's a shallot? Uh, so it is <laughs> like a potato. <laughs> uh, no, I, I will say this. I like. I thought it was well executed. I thought there were some good laughs in this. I just thought it was easy. I thought it was an easy laugh. See, I laughed so hard because I think the the it was nuanced enough that it was. It I was have really two funny. of the Lego sets that are featured in this. <laughs> sketch. It is you. It is you. My, say, my girlfriend it, literally. I, I sent her the sketch because I was like, "This is gonna be." <laughs> and I sent her. Oh, and, that's that's the that's the you you sent us. the I text. accidentally sent you guys yeah. the response, but, oh, I, that's but right. yeah, it's like it's I was uh, and it is like it it is me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving. Oh, I will say one more thing that Bailey laughed a little too hard. When she was like, watch this. Hey, babe, do you want to have sex? It's light out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, wait a minute. Because she laughed, she laughed really hard at that. I'm like, hey, hey, that seems like a personal attack. Know, exactly. Are you trying to say something? Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. All right. Moving on. A Peek at Pico, uh, written by Mikey Day, Shooter Seidel, Ben Silva, Melissa Villasenor. Two women played by Selena Gomez and Mil Melissa Villasenor host a talk show and interview guests. Uh, played by Heidi Gardner and Chris Red. I think uh, Ben has a uh, an impression he wants to do. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm a librarian. These are my books. Hey, Ben's pointing to his chest right now. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, uh, that's that, sad. That's sad. 
That, that is that sad. is sad. That's, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, you can do it, Brad. You're Mexican. I can do it. Damn it, uh, man. I gotta tell you, even as somebody uh, of the Hispanic nature, uh, this was a rough one. Uh, it feels like it was trying to be. Uh, what was the name of the sketch with my Rudolph and Amy Poehler? Bro- bro- something Bronx, Bronx Beat Talk or Bronx, Bronx something Talk. Like yeah, that. yeah. Felt like it was trying to be that, but with like a very spe- specific uh, Hispanic population. I, I saw somebody tweet about this actually. And the idea of like uh, Pico Riviera or whatever, like it's a very specific uh, area in California where you'll you'll find like certain Hispanic women and stuff like this. And even in other places, like I'm aware of this kind of like, you know, Hispanic person. And I will say one thing about the sketch. Like, like Selena Gomez might be in that community, right? Like she might know. No, that. not exactly. Because this is like this is like a, a, a different kind of like like from like a, a more like urban area kind, okay, of, kind of thing. And so like what I appreciate about this sketch and something that actually I made me it's it, that I wish SNL would uh, also take into consideration is that uh, Melissa Villasenor is kind of on her own as far as being I think the only Hispanic cast member on SNL, and SNL uh, you know really decided to actively start seeking out black talent when they got criticized for it, but like they haven't really done anything about seeking out uh, Hispanic talent. You know Fred Armisen was kind of on his own for a little while with that, and so I like that because Selena Gomez was on Melissa Villasenor was able to do something like this. But I feel like maybe part of the reason she has a little bit of trouble finding things that aren't tied to like her impressions and stuff like that is because she can't really do a lot of stuff tied into her own background and like uh, ethnicity and stuff like that. And I wish that she would get an opportunity to do stuff like that more often. Sure. Yeah, and I think she's actually the first Latina uh, cast member ever. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, is Maya Rudolph? I think she might have a little bit in her, but she's like she's not like fully Hispanic because gotcha. she's, she's also well, African American. Yeah, and I thought she was African American and, and and no. Mexican? Well, according according to this article here by uh, IamDiversity.com, um, she's only actually the third uh, um, Latino member of the cast, uh, followed by Horatio Sands, Horatio Sands, Fred Armisen. Oh, wow. Yeah, Fred Armisen. And yeah. Um, so. Go, getting back to the, the sketch, uh, Bailey and I laughed really hard at the, when he when Chris Red did his rap, and then they got to cut to the side and said that's like we I found that clever and funny, but other than that, it was very very you know it was a very bland sketch. Yeah, it, it just didn't do it much. Had no peaks. That that was again something that I know Ben you've talked about quite a bit in this uh, in our podcast is you know essentially building off of your jokes right yeah give me something more bring me to something else you can't cut to chad three times and have it be the same joke yep. and it was uh, the exact same joke yeah. all three times and so i i think there's a good premise there yeah. i think anytime you do these kind of talk shows these kind of things there, there's a premise there that you can find the humor there and maybe if they wrote it again for another one or you know maybe they tried again they'll find it they i, I don't I, they were missing something in this one. I, I, I don't know. I, I like the the when Chris Red's like, "Is my dad Batman?" Because he didn't understand the their thicker accents. Like, there's something to be played with there, maybe more of. I don't know. It just it didn't do anything. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, somebody posted. Uh, it was on uh, Melissa Villasenor's Twitter page, and um, essentially it was from January of this year, and she talks about. In the video, so this is months ago, she talks about a story that made her laugh. She was at a Target or something, and she overheard somebody say, that's sad. Um, And she's just cracking up over this because it was somebody, it was Betty White, when Betty White died. And she said, and I just hear this from, that's sad, you know. And so what was interesting about this is you, you, you know now 
the impetus. Yes. The, right? the, You're holding on to that for months going, I'm going to write this. This sketch was birthed out of um, a conversation she overheard in a Target or supermarket or something in January. And I think that, and, so I wonder, <clears throat> to take that a step further, how many people listening right now to this or just the general public that loves SNL uh, doesn't really understand the, the impetus for some characters is decades before yep, yep. you bring things to the show that you did in on second city yep. maybe literally five to seven years ago like matt foley was a fully formed character from second city, second city. Yep. ladies man uh, yeah. uh by all Meadows. of that yeah. all that stuff Edwin harry and like this is a great example uh it was not uh this is a great example jason sudeikis ted lasso was from literally 10 years ago yep. when they did some nbc promo yep. and they hired him to do it and it was just this this crazy american football coach that didn't know anything about soccer and he was more of an asshole actually yeah and but that's the character and it's now him and bill lawrence get together 13 years later and put it on the air like that's the end it's probably so one of the biggest sitcoms yeah. of and you know so the, these ideas you know and, and when brad and i did stand up that's it, it i mean we were Terrible compared to these. No, no, no. Well, and look at what, uh, and this but is you, you grab an idea and you yep. would you would hold on to it because you're like, there's something here, and you, I, you I don't know, know when. there's a seed of something. I don't know here, when, right? but I'm going to use this. That's yeah. why why we have now Mike Myers is brilliant the Pentaveret. Uh, because he's been carrying this around. Because if you go back and watch So I Married an Axe Murderer, his Scottish dad character it talks about the Pentaveret and like Colonel Sanders being a part of it and everything. And so he's been sitting on that nugget of comedy joy for what twenty some years now. It does smell like he's been. Sitting I think on it you for could have been yeah, sitting yeah. on it a little bit longer. Guys, go watch the Pentaveret. You won't you won't be disappointed. Uh, moving on, Irish play written by Ken Sublet and Brian Tucker. After an entire cast gets COVID nineteen under studies. Uh, Selena Gomez, Cecily Strong, Bon Yang attempt to perform an Irish play. I like this so much. I, I actually I, I like didn't this dislike this one. I, this I, was the other sketch that I appreciated. There was so much going on yep. that I that was I, just so all I over the place. I thought this one was one of the better ones. Um, and and I I actually um, there was a tweet by someone in the theater world this week um, or maybe last week, um, and it was essentially written about. I went to a show and five of the actors were the understudies. We paid like you know one hundred and fifty dollars for these tickets. This is unfair, kind of thing. Right. Um, and so it kind of reminded me of that. Like, um, and, and you know, I I think boohoo. You know, you went to a show and I'm sure these understudies are you know professionals and great. Right. I'm sure the, the yeah, show was. Yeah. If fine. I go to a show that. You know, if I'm going to Hamilton, I want to see the Hamilton sure. original cast, right? Kind of thing. So I, I kind of get it as well, but this, I, I thought it was funny. So I just thought it was really good. If I'm talking about you, you know, escalation being the the issue for a lot of these sketches, this didn't necessarily escalate, but it had so many different yeah. versions, and it of moved the, so fast yeah, too. It had so many different versions of the, of the same joke. What, it's what great. is that accent? It's great. Yeah, that was. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. What is that accent? And Keenan, of course, is the perfect one to pull yep. it all together. Him showing up in the window, him coming and being both roles, him like literally the dogs. No, not the dogs. And then Bone Yang was. I laughed hard yep. when it, like just the way he came in with it. Right. No, it has to be now. It's got to be now. It's got to be now. I was dying. Yeah, I, I, so funny. I thought it was very good. Um, I I just like the construction of the whole thing. I thought the premise was good. They've not done that premise, which is nice to see. Yeah. Um, so and yeah. it wasn't just a repeat of line, line because that's what it, that easily yeah. could have been a boring sketch like that. But they went crazy with it, and I loved it. Yeah, uh, and now that uh, Keenan's show got canceled, he should be back next year. So <laughs> wow, sorry, Keenan. 
All right, pre-tape. Uh, inventor documentary uh, documentary uh, written by A.D. Bryant, Martin Hurley, John Higgins, Ben Marshall, and Celeste Deem. Um, a lot of talent on this one for such a mediocre sketch, not going to lie. <laughs> a documentary covers how Archie Gizmo, Steve Martin, played by Steve Martin, invented the whoopee cushion. I, I like the premise. The premise. Yeah. It's a very good, good premise. premise. Why um, wasn't it better? And you had one of my favorite people. A.D. Bryant. Selena Gomez. Steve uh, Martin. No, we did it all. I, I, I tell you what, I love Steve Martin. Oh, I yeah. really do. I just love Steve Martin. You had him there, right? There was something there, and even the premise was fine. You didn't find it, though, in no. my opinion. It's the, they repeated the same joke 16 I love, times. I will, but I will say what I did appreciate is that I mean, there was some funny things. Yeah, like them trying to find like the practical explanations yes, for how this yes. could have that, come that's about. What yes. That's what I loved about it. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes SNL finds that, and they do it really well. But there's like, a different way to do that, though. Like I, 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 You know what? This is me Monday morning quarterbacking because I'm not telling you that I know how to do it. Nope. But I, I just wish they would have found out a better way to do that because there was something else there. No, and, and, and this is this is me saying like it was almost there right i mean the, the you had steve martin great ad bryant great the premise was great i love it when snl asked questions i didn't know i had right <laughs> yeah um, sure about like how did the movie cushion get formed right like i don't know how you know and so i wanted to google it afterwards um and i and i and snl does that really well sometimes of asking the question you didn't know you have it just didn't come together as well as I wanted it to. So I love that they reached out to Steve Martin. Um, I love that part. But I was really hoping for Martin Short as well. Me too. Yeah, me but. too. All right, moving on. Weekend update. Weekend update. Anchors, Colin Joseph, Michael Che. Tackle the week's biggest news like the nationwide baby formula uh, uh, shortage. I'm going to say this. I'm going to guess Brad didn't like this because I didn't think it was a great weekend update either. And they did not have a lot of... Um, Che Joe's chemistry. You're right. You're absolutely right. This was not a very good episode of Weekend Update, or edition of Weekend Update, rather. And uh, yeah, there really wasn't any like back and forth between them. Like they, they weren't even really like laughing at each other's jokes very much. It, it really felt just kind of. Eh. Yeah. And I didn't even think the jokes were that great. Honestly, yeah. I just didn't. I thought they were phoned in a little yep, bit. It um, wasn't. It, I will admit. I and I think that I'm such a defender of yep. them at all times. <laughs> and too. I will say that yep. this is this is one of their weaker uh, uh, outings for sure. Uh, but but. They did have Baby Yoda, uh, Ben's uh. favorite, Ben's favorite uh, bit in Weekend Update. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda on his Why? spiritual. It awakening. just gets funny. It doesn't though, <laughs> and that's they've got to know that, right? No, no. I feel like the more they make him uh, like this, it gets funnier. The facial hair, uh, the you know that's it's platinum blonde dyed. You know, it's just... It is the worst bit ever on Weekend Update. Oh, I that's... No, no, nope, that's... I will say that, it. That's a it's strong... It's awful. It is awful. It's really bad, but I don't know if it's the worst Give me a ever. worst. Give me a worst. <sighs> yeah, 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 I knew you were going to do that on the spot. I can't, I don't know that I can I'm just saying, think right through now. it, and you're going to have a hard time finding something that's less funny than this one. Uh, Brooks uh, Whelan. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm telling you. It was actually pretty funny what he did on Weekend Update, but... Baby Yoda is trash. <laughs> it's just, it's the worst. I don't like yeah, it. It's just and, not... and again, I hate saying it because I, I love Kyle Mooney. When yeah. I say that, I feel like I'm hurting Kyle Mooney's feelings and it breaks my heart because I Maybe, love okay, Kyle Mooney so much. Does it give so you much. any joy whatsoever to know that Kyle Mooney probably really likes doing it? Does it help ease it a little bit that Kyle Mooney's having Here's a the great thing time? Is, I've seen other Kyle Mooney stuff. He's brilliant. He's funny. He has to know it's not funny. Do you think somebody's. 
holding him hostage. To I mean, right, would you agree though that Gao Muni is a funny person? He is. I, I think he does think this is funny, and some people obviously do think it's funny. Who? Give me a name. I, I don't. I don't know a single. Na- yeah, person. name the one person. Gao <laughs> uh, Muni. Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> you know what? She might think this is funny. <laughs> I just. I don't get it. I don't get it, and I don't know why they keep on putting it back on. Well, it's so the the. It's basically like. It's, it's what if so? Do you not know that? What if Baby Yoda was like hip and cool? Or if he was played by an actor who's like a total douchebag? Yeah. Okay. No, I get that. I get that. Like, imagine Baby Yoda is Ben. But isn't, hey, isn't this isn't this ben character is. of Baby Yoda? It's it's not the actor. It's actually Baby Yoda. But but it Baby is. Yoda is an actor yeah. playing the creature who is meant to be adorable, but he's an asshole. But also doesn't like Groot, who is the actor that plays Groot, and like it's just, it's just not yeah. good. It's just not good. It's not good. Let's move on. But this was good. Field correspondent Sarah Sherman gives an SNL studio tour. Yes, this was, this was very good. good. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Sherman. What did she drop? Oh, it I, was a, it was a photo was a of some kind. I really so want to know what that was. It was a picture uh, with her face on a bikini. Is I was, that what it was? I yeah. was also kind of annoyed too because like you could see where it fell. I'm, I, I'm like, how can you not find it? It's right there. It was so funny. Uh, but she was so funny. The mess up is almost more funny. Oh, than yeah, yeah. Oh, the reaction, the, yeah, that flub was way funnier than whatever the punchline was oh, going to be. Oh God, I love. She was great. So that should be a regular segment good. somehow. And, and she honestly turned the joke that she has with, with Joe. See, that's the thing is like yep. I didn't think it was as funny the second time. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, the first yeah. time this change on it made it funnier again. Yeah, it was yeah. so. And good. And I don't know how you keep on, you know, making it escalating it anymore. Yeah. Um, like the next thing she has to do is she has to do person on the street basically with it. Well, yeah, exactly. It was um, and, and just the idea of Joe, you know, again, you know, and Che contributing to it. Yeah, that those are the things you love, right? Yeah. When everyone can. So there's two more iterations of this before you can't do it anymore. It's woman on the street, and then it's Sarah Sherman. And Scarlett Johansson at the Jost residence, <laughs> and then you're done, and that's it. Do you think? Do you think Sarah Sherman has an ability to be a Weekend Update host? I think she's too out there. Uh, yeah, too abstract and too alternate alternative of a comedian to do, do Weekend Update. Do like you that. think they can evolve to a point where Weekend Update becomes the Daily Show and they have more correspondence like Sarah Sherman? No, I don't think that they want to break that tradition of how they do Weekend Update. It's such a staple of SNL that I don't think they would do it that. It was just so well done, and she found a role for herself there, and it was just... Because she's, they... so, she's such a unique uh, comedian, right? She's so unique. Her 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 comedy is really something I don't think SNL has ever had. Yeah, for um, sure. And, and I understand there's people that don't get it, and I get it. She She's young. She's got a, a very different Honestly, of comedy. But I feel like she... Even more so than Pete Davidson, she is like this generation's Adam Sandler potentially. Because when Adam Sandler it, came yep. to SNL, everyone was like, "What's this fucking guy doing with these like baby voices and yep. like making up silly songs? Like he's he's like a child." And like every everyone, but then everyone came around and like started to get it, you know. And Lauren Michaels got, it, and he clearly understood with this too. And so like, she's she's weird. She's not like traditional SNL material, but she's got something, and it's it's working and for the it, most and part. And it's interesting that you say that because some of Adam Sandler's, I mean, obviously he was. A great sketch comic as well, but some of his best things was just putting him in the the weekend update. We yeah, to come up with the Halloween costume right. stuff. I mean, it's um, the dumbest thing and, in the world on so paper, but he made I it work. I can see her having a similar trajectory yeah. as well, having some of her best moments in Weekend Update. Somehow. And even though you did, uh, you mentioned the the correspondent thing. Like that's something that they have done before. Like they yep. used Kyle Mooney used to do person on the street stuff yep. all the time. You know, like ask awkward questions to people and things like that. They used to have. It's like that. They haven't done them in a long time, probably because of COVID. COVID. But yeah, 
I, don't know, I just yeah, feel like there was something there that I'm they tapped into. All aboard the Sarah Sherman Express. Yep, agreed. She's put, putting a voice to SNL that hasn't been on air in a long time, if ever. And go, you're good. You know, like we said earlier this season, there is no more ten to one. The ten to one is dead because Sarah Sherman's on the show. And I didn't realize up until pretty recently that it is Sarah Sherman driving that car. Like Andrew Dismuse has a little bit of weirdness to him. Even Bowen Yang and you know has a little weirdness to him. But man, it's the Sarah show as far as like she's do, driving. But I do want to give this. credit to um to the Lonely Island and well, Beck, sure. and, and Beck Bennett and Cal Mooney. I'm talking about like, this iteration of like the meatball and, and hanging up yeah, their yeah, neck. The really weird some shit. Of her, some of her best collaborations come with the Please Don't Destroy guys. Yeah, yeah. And I want to I want to add them in that because I think their humor. Yeah. Even though they're more traditional, kind of you know, standard white guys. But think, I think about the, the types of sketches they're doing with the elongated fingers. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. they, you know, they are a different brand of yeah. humor. And I, I like think that. Them and Sarah. Also, it's been a couple episodes, man. What, what's going on? Uh, I mean, what? they they wrote two of the the sketches. This yeah, week. but where are your boys? I don't know. I miss them so much. Um, moving on, three daughters written by Billy Domino and Allison Gates. Um, a prince played by Mikey Day chooses between three princesses. Played by Selena Gomez, Kate McKinnon, and Ego No Odom to make one of his bride. Ah, Next, didn't love this. this so the sketch, I, I, I like. I, I don't even know. Hey, did you see the butt going out though? But <laughs> <laughs> it's a bubble butt. It's a bubble butt. Get the fuck out of here! I hate this sketch. It's bad. It's stupid. It went on. How Why long? How, so how long was the sketch? You're so how long? Was, how long was the sketch? So five, how long? five minutes. And no, no. It was five hours out of my fucking life. That's how how much time I lost. <laughs> You're so angry. This sketch was so bad. I hated Dying it. I hated it. Like, I, they, they needed to break it out quicker. Like, <laughs> like I, I understand. Like this idea that there's always one that's off. Right. That that's true. There's always one that's off. They never really got to the punchline. Okay, so there is so much wrong, so much just poorly executed with this sketch. I don't have time to get into all of it because it's five hours long, right? <laughs> I I like that somebody's thinking. Okay, we normally do. There's one something wrong with the third one, right? Right. What if there was nothing? But that's. As far as you got, yeah. Because then they but were like, no they, were like they were like, Mikey, go go out and do it now. And it was almost like they weren't, they didn't know how to do it. So they're like, oh, we'll make it up as we go. And then it's so weird to me but because the they comedy did it. is with the person that's I wrong, know. and it wasn't good enough. <laughs> but you got, you can do this premise of like they're all three normal, and then maybe the king's the weird one or the the prince is the weird one. But somebody's got to be weird. Yeah, exactly. You have to introduce that somehow. And you can make it subtle. You can make it hard to find. You can do all these things. Why were they all three laughing weird? Like, the, the whole premise is that they're normal. That, those three laughs were bad and I'm not good. I'm telling you, so it like, was one of the worst sketches all, all over season. the place. Make yeah. up your freaking mind. Awful. 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 Uh, I, the with only, respect to Billy Domino and Allison Gates, who have written good sketches this year, this was not one of them. The only thing that was at least kind of funny i mean and i'm 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 the reaching here the bubble butt. no god no <laughs> you love the bubbles going out of the butt was when <laughs> clearly mikey day saw kate mckinnon go ha, 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 and he all he broke he broke a little bit and it was a little it was fun to watch him break a little bit in that way he's really not a break he doesn't break all that often yeah so watching him do that i i knew he was having fun with it and that was a little fun but my god this was a bad sketch 
All right, moving on. Pre-tape intuition written by Rosebud Baker, Punky Johnson, and Ben Silva. A couple played by Selena Gomez and Chris Red's uh, relationship gets influenced by their intuition. Uh, and Post Malone and Punky Johnson kind of uh, rap sing in this. Um, I, I have really enjoyed a lot of the musical numbers they've done this season. They've done some really good bangers, some really good songs. I didn't love this one. I thought it was okay. Like I didn't think it was awful. Obviously. I liked. I um, liked the energy that Punky brought yep, to it. I like. I like the attitude that was like with like the, the way she was, yeah, was, was good. I just it, it it wasn't great for me. Part of honestly, part of me thinks that it was sunk by the charisma black hole that was Selena Gomez this episode. Unfortunately, it could be. Could like be. it didn't feel like she really brought much energy to it. You know, and so uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it, like ugh. you said. I, I and it's too bad because I think I think not to say Punky Johnson tried, but like. This was an effort for her. Yeah, she pulled off a you know a, there was anytime you can create a song right in a week, uh, really in just a number of days, record the song, create a music video, you know, do the humor and all that. That's that's for me just amazing. Like yeah. you, incredible you, talent. You win. I just didn't think and maybe it was Selena Gomez that it was missing something. Yeah, I just think it was great. Yeah, and the the idea that again that like the premise is okay. Right, that you're thinking your girlfriend or boyfriend is cheating on you, but it just it didn't. Again, it had nowhere to go. It didn't do anything. Yeah, there, there was just there was something funnier there. Wasted potential. Yeah, there was something funnier there that they didn't find. Um, and it could have been in Selena Gomez's character. It could have been in just one more punchline that they they just didn't get. But it it wasn't there. And, and all that to say, I hope Punky Johnson tries this again because she she has she has a lot of talent. And I hope do the does. exact same sketch again a different week with a different host. And Bring let's see how it does. <laughs> Bring in Benedict Cumberbatch's falsetto, and you got you <laughs> got something. All right, moving on. Uh, guidance counselors. Pizza pie in the pizza sky. <laughs> I'm not gonna Very lie good. to you. I listened to that like three times this week. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. it. He's just so funny in that. The way he dances. So the, I had the just real quick to go back. Do you just want to talk about Ben no, and Cumberbatch again for I the rest did, of this episode? So I had I the will. benefit of obviously already seeing the episode, and then Bailey and I watched it again. Oh, right? so it was a benefit Cumberbatch. <laughs> nice. So Bailey was watching that sketch, the the uh, Chuck E. Cheese sketch, and then. Uh, he sings, you know, so as you remember, he sings low, he sings middle, he sings high. So he had just sung low, and I go, oh, just wait, he sings higher. And then when he goes middle, she looks at me like, wow, he, he went a little higher. And I, I'm, I didn't no, say no, anything. No, 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 no. I go, okay. You've not seen and it. And it was, as soon as that happened, uh, just me watching her watching the show, right? Amazing. It I is a sketch show. When you watch it again, it's it's funnier. Oh, absolutely. It? It's just, Second time around, so much I'm funnier. I'm telling you, rewatch that episode. Watch that instead of this episode. <laughs> it, it is funnier. It is. The, it really it is. is. Some of the, and honestly, some of the, the sketches that we're trashing were written by these uh, yeah. same people and, and last that, wait, episode. Listen, you right? can't always hit it out of the park. We get it. I, I was talking to somebody about that this uh, just yesterday. Unless you're Mike Myers and you do the Pentaveret. <laughs> do you think, too, obviously, there are 20 episodes in, right, this season, do you think they're tired? Do you think that's part of it? it and then you don't to, have oh, for sure. You got Selena Gomez, who's kind of monotone, not the best, most you know. Again, you don't have Oscar Isaac. You don't have not the most charismatic uh, person. Gerard Carmichael. You don't have these other. Yeah, yeah. It just there. You know, it's it's getting there. You know, it's exhausting to do that show. Yep. I'm sure. And you know, even though a lot of these people are younger, a lot of them aren't. <laughs> so you know, some of the older cast members are a little I've older. I've seen more sketches written by some of the younger writers sure. right now because they're probably still hungry, yeah, right? Um, and they didn't get a lot of sketches in in the first in the beginning. Um, and so, 
Um, all right, moving on. Guidance counselors written by Allison Gates, Ego Nwodum, Bowen Yang, Celeste Yim. I'll say this: Celeste had a good, a good. I mean, I don't know if all of her her sketches were great, but she she contributed quite a bit. This oh, that's um, under a fruit basket. Yeah, two high school guidance counselors uh, played by Ego Nwodum and Bowen Yang share some advice for the graduating we, class. Can we just go to the next sketch? Uh, this was not funny. Let's just move on. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you a joke from this sketch. <laughs> Let's do 10,000 faces in a million minutes. And do you guys know how much I love uh, the people in this sketch? <laughs> like, I mean, this is... Oh, yeah. It's a it's who's who. who. It's Chris Red. It's Kyle Mooney. It's Egon Awodum. Selena Bo Gomez. Uh, Melissa V. <laughs> Melissa V. Senor. I mean... So, Selena Gomez, too. Like, this is just, like, perfect evidence of, like, she doesn't know what she's doing. Because, like... She ha she had Jesus. she had no physical humor whatsoever. Like when it, the time came to do a bunch of faces, she, she made hurt, maybe like three different faces. You? Did she hurt you somehow? She hurts me every time she's on screen. <laughs> is that is that though? She, maybe she has a condition where she can't move her face. That's not what lupus is, and you know it. I is. don't know. <laughs> and you know that. You know it. And you said it. <laughs> All right. But no, it's just like like this needed somebody who was not afraid to like do more physical comedy and like she didn't have like she didn't even go like super dumb blonde yeah like, like where you she, did, like, she wasn't like, even really doing not, much of a character we're voice. not porn yep. stars anymore right like that you could have taken it that way and been like yep. just really yep. vapid there, there and was, dumb but yep. she didn't even do that yeah Agreed. It was so weird. It, it was just so wasn't good. this whole yeah. whose idea was it? Who wrote this? Uh, fire him. I'm just joking. Allison Gates, Egon Awodum, Bone Yang. You were Bone Yang fired. They're very funny people. They, they everywhere. And you know as we know what happens with writing and, and dress and everything, it could have killed at the table, Reed. Again, it could have been amazing you, the way you, they read it. You that put it, somebody else yeah. in here and it could have been a whole different exactly. sketch. One person can make a difference. So, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. All right, moving on. Baby Monitor, uh, written by Dan Bulla, Sarah Sherman, Bowen Yang. Teenagers trying to party. Um, keep getting interrupted by two babies, uh, played by Bowen Yang and Sarah Sherman. See, I thought this was amazing. So, okay, I love so, this so, so much. The teenager so side hard. of this sketch was trash. trash. Yep. Dumb, stupid. Like I don't even know what they were trying to do with Selena Gomez's character. Yep. It made no goddamn sense. The physical aspect and like the visuals of what yep. the, they did with the babies incredible. Yep. was good stuff. Give me more Bowen and Sarah and I'm fine. Yep. Right. Um, and they had a stunt performer come in to do backflips and stuff? Two. Yep. I thought it was just the one. No, it was two because they had four babies that were oh, dancing gotcha. together when they pulled back the camera back. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. On top of Post Malone being a baby and then cracking <laughs> himself up. Fucking up, fucking up his one line. Yeah, and then and cracking then up. cracking up about it, which I'm totally fine. <laughs> which I get, I get. Yeah, if I was there, you, I'd be the one like, I, I don't giggling. Even, I don't even like Post Malone. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, my God. He was fantastic. And it's like when when there was a, a dummy that they were swinging yeah. around, I'm dying. I mean, just... The premise alone yeah. of that is yeah. So I, I the eyes looking up. Yeah. The, oh my god. One of the best sketches absolutely um, in the night. I was laughing so hard. I, I don't that. think it's one that I'm going to remember. Oh a long no, time, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say it's one of the best sketches. You know, because of the night. Of the night. Of no, the night. Oh, I mean, no, because like, I mean, sh okay. <laughs> sure. There, there but, were, but, but, it's but the shiniest, was, It's the shiniest turd. This was half of a good sketch. Uh, but like the bad half really just kind of yep. ruined it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't ruin it for me. I the, it was enough. Uh, yeah, who knows what the you hell got they enough were doing laughs. There. You got but enough laughs. Every time, it was just like, hey, let's be boring and then set up to the good yep. part of the yep, sketch yep. again, and that's fine. You've never partied before, have you? What? <laughs> it's that's so what the twist is. <laughs> and then they did. Then they tried to like recover with like a Twilight Zone. Like, oh no, they're watching us and I'm the fuck out of here. 
You, you, um, you're so are angry. Super... I don't have any time for it, all right? <laughs> you are I have really to watch angry. SNL on the weekend. I'm so sorry to our listeners <laughs> That's tonight. That's when it's on. I know. It's literally Saturday Night Live. Uh, um, when is it on? I'm sorry to our seven listeners to hear all of Brad's anger. Yeah, um, he's he's going to go We're going to work on that. On that and I'm not working wrong. on shit. <laughs> the right. season's almost over, and next season we start over so fresh. MVP of the night. We already know Brad's going with Selena. What are you going with? Melissa Villasenor. Really? Yeah. What? I'm, I'm giving I'm going it to Sarah her. Sherman. I don't give a shit. I'm giving yeah. it to her because Who, she, going, listen. I'm, I'm going Sarah Sherman. Listen, Melissa Villasenor was in more than two sketches. Okay. Ben, and she did a great job. Ben's wrong. He forgot about Sarah Sherman. We know what he would go with if it were the case. Sarah Sherman. Melissa Villasenor. No, Sarah Sherman. All right. Uh, best sketch of the night. Uh, it's for me. It's the boyfriend sketch, uh, the pre pre tape. Uh, yeah, boyfriend with uh, not knowing how to do errands. Oh, really? You thought that was me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Irish play. Me too. I thought that was uh, that was fun. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I, uh, I still- all in all. A terrible episode. The worst episode of the season for me. No. Not, this God, was not worse no. than, than Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Okay, I will say this. Um, this might even the, be better no, 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 than Owen Wilson. We did, not, we did not do an episode for, for Kim Kardashian. I'm going to tell you this. We didn't do an episode? No, we didn't do Kim Kardashian. We started after Kim Kardashian. I don't think uh, that's no, we, true. No, that's not true at no, all. No, we did. We're two episodes behind, remember? We didn't do Owen Wilson, and who was the second episode of the year? Kim Kardashian was number one. No, she no, wasn't. No, she wasn't. Owen Are Wilson you? hosted the right. season premiere. Well, then she was number two. I don't think that's accurate. I think that is true. Hold I don't on. think it is because she just. I think it is she just hosted. No, she did like, just host <laughs> like six months ago. No, well, okay, six months ago would Brad, be. Uh, no, Nate's right. She did. She did host Damn the second it. I'm episode. Always right. When our, our, fir- our first one was uh, was uh, oh, Rami Malek. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Rami okay, well. all right. The, here's this is what I'm gonna say. I did not watch that episode. Oh, you shouldn't. Because <laughs> no, I knew I shouldn't. I knew it was that bad. I did not watch that episode of SNL. Hey, Brad, the only you, episode you the, I have not watched this season is Do you have the list up, Brad, of the episodes? I do. Yeah, I have it right here. Uh, so just give me all the hosts. All right. Owen Wilson, Kim Kardashian, Rami Malek, Jason Sudeikis, Kieran Culkin, uh, Jonathan Majors, Simu Liu, um, Billie Eilish. It's not Cordon Blue. Paul Rudd, Ariana DeBose. Will Forte, Willem Dafoe, John Mulaney, Oscar Isaac, Zoe Kravitz, um, Gerard Carmichael, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Lizzo, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Selena Gomez. Uh, then I would probably put it on with uh, this this on par with like uh, Paul Rudd's episode. <laughs> The one that got half canceled. <laughs> I would take Paul Rudd's episode over. Yeah, and then the prob- maybe Zoe Kravitz because I honestly couldn't even remember. Oh, I, really? re- I don't remember one I, thing I, from that I episode. I like Zoe now. Kravitz. Um, but I, what name a sketch from that show? Yeah, I don't uh, they had that Amazon Go sketch that was pretty funny. Um, oh, that was okay. The grocery yeah. store. Um, oh yeah, I forget though. Oh, 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 the please don't destroy. We got our cat. Oh, that was also that was okay. pretty good. Okay, um, fair enough. Yeah. I think I think one of you guys liked the Princess and the Frog sketch they did. No. No. Hated no. it. Okay. No. Um, I thought... Oh, the Maid of Honor sketch, maybe? Did you like? That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There was enough in there. I yeah. think we thought it was an okay episode. This was not an okay episode. Honestly, I forget a lot of sketches. Yeah, that's fair. I, this this was this had three this had two good sketches and one okay sketch, and that's not enough. Uh, they did uh, in the... Um, 
in that one they had the uh, Don't Stop Believing one that was great with Bo and Yang. Um, oh yeah, Andrew oh Dismukes. right, right, yeah, with marching band. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Is that, okay. that one? And they had did. Some... They did a, a Night at the Roxbury too. No, shut up. And they uh, stop it. They had another one with uh, Simon in the bathtub. Hello, mm-hmm. my name is Simon, um, and I love to do drawings. The Amazon Go one, I think we did laugh at that. Yeah, um, I like so that one. I'm just saying there were things in there that if we rewatched this, I think we would find it. 100% so far, funnier. Who's your one. who's your favorite host of the season? So well, far? are we going to do an end of season episode? Yeah, we'll wait until the okay, last episode. Mine Speaking of which, Paul Rudd. The next time we'll be back uh, will be for the season finale, which will be hosted by Natasha Leone. I'm sad because I don't know if we'll see each other, guys, all summer. What? We never, <laughs> we're going to get together when we do this. Yeah, podcast. but we're going to get together. We're going to do something fun, though. We're gonna, be, this is uh, Dad Bod Summer? Uh, you know what we're yes. gonna do? Let's uh, we'll we'll do uh, one for each episode of the Pentaveret. <laughs> Why do you keep bringing up the Pentaveret? It's so funny. Have you seen it? Stop uh, it! You know it's not. Don't, don't ruin your reputation he, by people so, like, that don't so know. So, you're so, being so Mike Myers does. He's so he's not. Just, he doesn't play one character. He doesn't play two characters. He doesn't play three characters. He doesn't even play four or five characters. He's definitely not playing just six or seven characters. He's playing eight characters. Is, in, he really, is he really playing? He's really playing eight yeah, fucking characters, no, really and is. it gets old so fucking fast. Yeah, it's 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 not why, the why charm. Why do you watch it? It's not the charm of I, Austin I just, Powers. I was so curious. I needed to see it. Once I started watching it, I was just like, no, in, I was entranced. I don't know about you, it. but I wanted to like it. Like, I genuinely wanted to I did. Wanted I wanted to, to be like proven it. wrong, you yeah. know? And I was hoping there was going to be something there, but it's just it's just not you funny. Got, I got through a half of one episode. You watched like yeah. four or five. And the thing is, like, it's, it's honestly not even, it's not irredeemable. It's not flat out terrible. It's just frustratingly unfunny. Like, like yep. it's yep. like it's just so middle of the, the line. The quality is fine. The quality of the production is fine. Yeah, it's just the best not gags. Funny. The best gags are meta gags that don't feel like they fit with the rest of the show. Like one of the funny, funnier. <laughs> so stuff that's probably not written by Mike. Myers. No, no, this stuff is definitely written by Mike Myers because it's the same kind of meta stuff he would do on Wayne's World or Austin Powers. Exactly. Yeah. It's very it's, self it's self aware of the medium yep. kind of stuff. Like like for example, whenever uh, in the beginning of the show, whenever you see Canada stuff. It's very fuzzy and like bad quality TV kind of yep, stuff. And yep. stuff in America is HD widescreen. Yep. And they have a thing when he goes through the toll booth, it goes from fuzzy to high def. So and that's, and funny. Change it. that's Subtle, funny. Subtly funny humor. Yeah. Jeremy right? Irons is the voiceover for the opening credits. And the opening credits is different every time. And he's like, it's, a, it's like a narrative thing where he's like, oh, so you think you can just skip the credits, huh? And like, it's funny stuff like that. But yeah. like, it doesn't fit with the rest of the show. And the rest of the stuff with Mike Myers is not very funny. So we got one episode left next week. Who's the host? Natasha Leone, May 27th. Russian uh, Dolls. Uh, it's called the. <laughs> It's called Russian. Wait, what did I? It's called. It's called Russian Doll. It's a good show on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, you also might remember her from uh, the American Pie movies. And she's a senator. Yep, she's a very famous senator. No, she's not. She's a, she's a great actress. She's really funny. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I honestly got am blanking who she is. Curly red hair. Oh, you've seen from her. American Pie. Actually, the, the flute girl. No, no, that's Alison Hannigan. No, the one that. See, sound, I'm telling you, I don't know. Who no, this is. the one that sounded. She was the best friends with Tara Reid in that in the American Pie. Also, sounded like a smoker at sixteen. Yeah. Curly yep. red hair. Uh, she always sounds like oh. this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She's famous enough to host us to know that. Yeah, because she's got a show. Big. No, you should watch Russian Dolls. It's actually pretty. A Russian Doll or Doll. Russian Doll. Uh, it's actually pretty good. It's a very good um, show. Oh, cool. Good for it's her. A, it's a time loop show. Yeah, and and I think she wrote it, wrote it, created it. Amy and, Poehler is an executive producer on it. Um, too. and I and I think um has done some other things that I think is yeah. She said she said supporting roles in movies. She's like oh no yeah. yeah I, she's, I, now yeah. that I know who she is. 
Good for her. Yep. Yeah. So she's going to be the final one. Honestly, I think she could. I think she could do something. I think it could be fun. Yeah. I think she's got some range. I think she could do, do some it. fun things. I'm all in. Is that next um, Saturday? It yep. is next hey. Saturday. And then we're done. Yeah. So, um, then we won't talk to you ever again. <laughs> okay. So Brad is he's he's mad or and now he's happy. So yeah. I, I know. He's it's, really it's, oh, really hey, all over. I'm not gonna lie. I gotta pee. Hey, I do. <laughs> I gotta pee so badly, <laughs> guys. I didn't. As our listeners don't know this, I edit this out. Usually about twice during an episode, I have to. <laughs> I've not peed at all tonight. Yeah. Um, like I'm literally gonna run out the garage door and pee in the yard. <laughs> yeah. right, well, hey, 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 swords. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, <laughs> give them a movie that they that you want them to see. Oh, perfect timing. Uh, please, uh, if you don't have Disney Plus, subscribe to Disney Plus. Watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, I know that sounds like a joke, but this movie is hilarious and clever and just awesome. It is uh, a successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's directed by Akiva Schaefer, who's one-third of The Lonely Island. Chip and Dale are voiced by John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Uh, it is a hilarious uh, meta comedy about like animation, and it's just it's just great. It's like if Shane Black directed uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and just it's it's so good. Wow, that's a that's a pull. All yeah. right, you can find all of us on Twitter's uh, Brad's at Ethan <laughs> Anderson, uh, Ben's at Ken Bonowitz, I'm at Nate Lars. I gotta pee. Be good to yourself, be good to others. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.